When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. Uh, this is the beginning. I love that hit. Um, my name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I am Willem. As you know, we are only allowed to use RuPaul music on this podcast. Um, so, uh, <laughs> click, clack, like, click, clack. Just like Digital Drag Con, we are only podcast. allowed to use RuPaul music. <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome <laughs> back. How's it going? I'm, How are you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good. I am also glad I am not on this season of Drag Race because I watched it on Friday night and then I watched it again last night just to like refresh. These girls mm-hmm. are really really talented and they're bringing it. They are. Yeah, I mean there's not really any weak divas in the bunch, yeah, you at know. This, at this point I feel like whoever went home last week compared to this week it's just like these are just girls that you know they're nitpicking apart at this point which is so fun for me um because <laughs> we're gays and we judge but last last week was pretty crazy they had um the kitty litter sponsored mini challenge um and yes pertha kit won that jackie cox and then is she related to deborah cox i don't know how she got there but <laughs> nobody's supposed to be here because she, no one yeah um she won the mini challenge and then she was in the bottom with widow for uh the lip sync and widow had to go home but jackie stayed yes uh and um yeah jada won the runway and the debate mm, look and, over there. and so look over here now we're here oh my god look over there oh god the aviary must have sprung open again when the electricity failed it's a very rare uh it's a very like in Jurassic Park three, the aviary guy that got loose. Yeah. Ooh, my aviary is totally loose. Ooh, so, this aviary is loose. Loose as a goose. Uh, Widow's uh, lipstick message says, <laughs> "I hope I made you Kansas City. I hope I made you proud, Kansas City. Remember, mm-hmm. yes, bitch, you might be. P.S. Mm-hmm. Un- Heidi, unlike the other girls, I'm not leaving you a damn thing. Wow, work." Oh. Um, uh, deep shade. Uh, and she's also, pl- she's, uh, 
She's also hard shade pl- too. Hard shade. Uh, yeah, she's also plugging her single, which is uh, "Bitch I Might Be" or "Bitch You Might Be." Yes, bitch, you might be. She has a very um, great song. I I heard it um, again on Digital DragCon, and um, it's it's a really good song. I fucking like it. She's awesome. It's very cute. I could see myself pumping to that. I definitely wouldn't leave the floor when it came on. It's, it's poppy. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, how many people have left Heidi things like wigs and stuff? A lot? I haven't, I haven't noticed it. Is it something they talk about on, in Untucked? Because maybe I need to start watching Untucked. They don't really Dipper. talk about it. I think it's just... Um, I think it's implied that maybe Heidi came with less things. And the girls are like, and because Heidi's really charming and lovely, everyone mm-hmm. wants to help her. So it's it's a little bit like Chi Chi Rodriguez in Tu Wong mm-hmm. Fu. It's a little like Shangela in um in season three. It's like we see something so fierce in you, but you just don't have like the stuff that with you, like the physical like wigs and and things. Mm-hmm. So we want to help you, and so I think maybe that's like been an ongoing thing. And Widow said, "Adieu, Widow." <laughs> Adieu. Uh, Jada says that Widow's elimination is a reminder to stay positive in the competition, which sure. I I kind of agree with, even if it wasn't just to her just anytime you see a girl kind of give up on the runway you realize that you know they shouldn't be there you got to be you got to be the number one racer in the race for your dreams i think on this show all the time and when they showed widow just saying i feel like it's all for naught last week i was like all right so you're going home then for sure yeah just saying positive is so important yeah she had given up and I was it Heidi who said, I saw her arms go up like this and I mm-hmm. knew that was it because you're basically asking to go home by that point. If you're, if you're sort of uh, just giving into, it's very easy to give into negativity and it's harder to fucking fight against it and stay positive even when everything looks like shit. I mean, she basically told him to call the car for sure. <laughs> I think she still wanted to be there, but she's like, maybe you should get the car ready though, because I feel get like an, you know. uh, Uber Black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, uh, SUV, because so. <laughs> I have bags, five I mean, fifty pounders, mm-hmm. and uh, a tub from Containers and uh, Slores. Ooh, Container Store. <laughs> um, the uh, the wins as it's shaking down right now. Gigi Lavanji Good has three wins. Jada, Jada has two. Sherry um, has two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heidi has one. And Crystal and Jackie are both at zero wins. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's how it's shaken down right now. Has there ever been a girl to win Drag Race who isn't, like, the leader in wins for that season? And I know that Sasha yes. won two challenges and Shay had four. Mm-hmm. Is it mostly, like, the front runners win challenge-wise? Like, Sharon won my season. She had the most challenge wins. Typically, that's how it goes. Raja, Tyra, BB. I think those were all either tops or... Why am I trying to do this math? Like, there's any rhyme or reason to drag race? when? No, there is rhyme or reason, and you're right. And typically, that is how it goes. But sometimes it shakes down where it's all sort of even like with um, Roxy and Jinx and myself on season five, we all had the same amount of wins by the time we got to the end. So it was harder to tell who was the front runner. I mean, 
unless you watch the season, which case it was clearly Jinx. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now that they add the live, like, spinning wheel of doom and desire element, um, that also, like, that also kind of throws out who won the most challenges throughout the season. Crazy. So anus thing is possible in the world of RuPaul's Drag Race, most stuff. Uh, Even extraneous things are possible. Yeah. yeah. And the next day, you know something's possible because there's no video message. There's no mini. Mm-hmm. There's just RuPaul c- turning in, turning on her heels right into the workroom. Damn, they cut all the extraneous. They said, you know, this is what it's going to be this week. Keep your voices low. There's super- baby, this is how it's going to be, baby. There's super fans on the other side of this wall, and, and we're, we're gooping mm-hmm. them. They think mm-hmm. they're audience members. They have little tags that say audience. We made them really think it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but <laughs> Rue is actually going to surprise all of these women with a drag makeover, which is great. See, women do get to be on Drag Race. Yeah. yeah. I can just imagine like how exciting this would be for these for these guests. I mean... It's their favorite show. They obviously went to great lengths just to be in the audience and then to like walk into the workroom and be in that room. Has, has it anybody, must have been just life changing and like really surreal. Has anybody done um, a health and wellness check on uh, Courtney and Jamie though? Are they okay? Drag coven? <laughs> you, girls, you girls okay? They you know they would have flown. They would have drove. They would have done anything to oh, be there. Oh, from what I hear, they may have tried. Really? They they may have been been even considered. Who knows? Is this hot steaming intel? The Sh- intel is Chintel. totally loose. <laughs> Chintel. Yeah, I think that the reason that they may have not used them because I'm a casting director all of a sudden is uh, Drag Coven was really close with uh, Sherry Pie for years. Uh. You know, like. They helped her stone her stuff and everything, you know, so. Yeah. I, I mean, they just for the record, they didn't know about all the um, questionable activities that were going on. Mm-mm. Mm. Uh, but, th- but this is the makeover <laughs> challenge and the queens get to make over um, Drag Race super fans. And so Jada, as the winner of last week, she gets to char- she gets to take over the pairing of the makeovers. And this was a very classy, uh, very uh, well done pairing of the divas. Yeah, I thought so too. It seems like everybody kind of fit together well-ish. Yeah. Is this how you would have done it or would you have turned your back and randomly done it? <laughs> Um, I, pr- I probably would have picked the one I liked for myself and then just turned my back and, and randomly, you know what, at this point, I think some of these girls I would probably know and like, so maybe I would, I don't really know what I would do. What would See, you have done? Well, I got to choose the pairings for, uh, or I got to choose first. I don't remember, but I, um, I got to choose first. And so I, I picked the tall statuesque model named Nebraska. Mm, and history uh, and I, was made. And I don't regret it. Not for a moment. <laughs> I never regretted it. Uh, I followed my heart till I have never regretted it. <laughs> I think that the, the girls all seem pretty okay with who they chose other than the gripes. Of course. The, oh, she can't walk in heels because you know, <laughs> Jada's daughter cannot walk in heels at all. But she's got a cute little face. 
Listen, walking in heels is hard. Uh, I would have asked the girl straight uh, up, like, who can pop their pussy? Uh, <laughs> who can walk in heels before I started choosing anybody just based on face alone? Oh, so funny, you yeah, you would have auditioned the divas. I would have been like, ooh, I want girls who could do splits. And then I even production probably would have said girls. and But you know, one girl would have already had that pussy on the floor. And that's the girl I would have picked. I would have tried to pick Snacky. Little yeah. Snacky Cox, because she yeah. was the one. She had all that personality. She had that it factor. Can you imagine if Snacky Cox and Heidi were put together? That would have been... It would have been ridiculous. That would have been the one, for sure. But yeah. um, Heidi's, Heidi's daughter, Nicole, is giving us full drag you. The whole insecurity, the breaking down, the body images, the bullying, the not yeah. wearing high heels, all that. This is a full-on drag you episode. And yes. I feel I all feel the fun. elements we love about drag you are sort of brought into the brought to the table here. Cause I, I do believe that drag, it has transformative power and I think that it helps people in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and pe- especially people who don't live in the world of drag getting to like dip into it. I can see how, um, how it would be like helpful and therapeutic. Um, uh, Especially with the Anastasia Beverly Hills makeup and fabrics from Ex- FNS Fabric Wall for Ex- transformations. Hey, excuse me, why don't you read the outline? It says Anastasia Bevel <laughs> Bevelry. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I just Ana- proofread this. Anastasia Bevelry Hills Ooh. and the FFS Fabric Wall. <laughs> we're going to take we're a break. Gonna, yeah, we're going to take a break. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a helix party, uh, and we are the helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping position. 
options. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/slash/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. <laughs> Bevelry. <laughs> <laughs> Anatasia Bevelry. Anatasia Catasio Cortez. That's a new drag name. Anatasia Bevelry Ocasio Ortez. Monica Bevelry. Okay, we're back. We are back. <laughs> the girls are getting to know their divas, their daughters. Crystal and her daughter are the literal same person. I, don't I know really how love the... her energy. They are both like, so here's the thing. Like, I've never done drag, but I love drag. And you can't even tell which one I'm doing because they sound it. They have the same voice. 100. They, they were just like kindred spirits from the get. The one was a kindergartner yes. teacher, and I feel like Crystal's drag is very kindergarten. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, is a compliment, like shiny, bright stuff. Yeah. My drag totally. is also very kindergarten. Um, but they're just, like, the perfect little match. And, like, teaching her about the Wonder Woman pose and how to, like, find your breathing to, like, get your mind right. Wonder Woman! I do the same thing, but before I go on stage, I do poppers, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I need nice. to be at that level. For the audience, <laughs> you asphyxiate yourself with the lasso of truth. <laughs> if, if there's not a go-go boy on hand to just burrow ah, under his balls, yeah, usually that. Jesus. Um, the the tea about Sherry's daughter, her name, her actual name is Janet the Planet. That's pretty amazing, and I love Janet the Planet, and I hope Janet the Planet wins all stars. That's all I can say. Justice for Janet the Planet. I think Thank I know you. Janet. I feel like she comes to shows. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, mean, I definitely we've all I, seen I know her. her from around. She, she got that black bob. We know her. Yeah. She's had different color bobs and things. And her oh. bob is like longer on one side. Did you notice? Yeah. The, the Robert is asymmetrical. It's a, it's a asymmetrical Roberta. Uh-huh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. a cousin of the Mari. Yeah, yeah sure. I love uh, uh, just a note to. Um, uh, oh, sorry to, to Katya. Uh, to vanity if you're out there listening if you could do a janet the planet wig it's a black it's a bang that's longer on one side and shorter on the other and a, a, a bob I, it's I a louise brooks that. with a uh, two dollar extension panel on the left <laughs> louise brooks <laughs> um rupaul comes in the workroom Ooh. oh um, and, uh, she goes straight to heidi right that's where uh, she stops and drops off all the good ideas before she talks to the other girls, right? Heidi Aphrodite. Yes. That name is cute, too. Oh, we also found out that Heidi in Closet's middle name was not Nina. I feel like we kind of spread that information a little bit. But I feel like it's, it's more the producer's fault for not fact-checking. 
We are the top source for misinformation uh. regarding drag, drag queens, drag race. So if there's ever a rumor that hasn't been checked in any way and Send you want to pass it along, we will broadcast it to the countless uh, listeners. Not not only without misinformation. even doing a cursory fact check upon it. No, we try not to spell check and we encourage propaganda. <laughs> Listen, if the email is well formatted and there's a nice greeting, I just put it in the outline. Okay. Okay, Dipper Aphrodite. We are here to start the conversation. We are not a, a we are not a news outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not no, yet. No, no, no. If we were news people, we'd have pants on. Uh T. Instead of these wrap skirts. Is that DVF? It is. Yeah, it's oh. actually D D D F. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I like that. <laughs> do you like disco and Donna Summer? Uh, yes, how about, co- how, how about Wait, I'm also resin? doing disco. Wait. Oh, so you, I thought I liked, I was the girl who liked disco though. Wait, so how are you, you going to go ahead and Girl, you do need to disco. disco. You need to just go think about it in the corner. Go the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, this, this walk around with RuPaul and, uh, it gives me straight up flashbacks to drag you because I was there and my girl had all these same problems. She didn't want to wear heels. She wouldn't wear a corset. Um, and she tried to leave in the middle of the night. This girl, they kept locked down, I guess, because she's back the next day. But I know that Heidi had a different uh, look planned for the makeover challenge. She, uh, she featured it on her Instagram. Um, and Wait, what? Yeah, she had she had a double look plan for sure, and this it's not a look that would have worked with who she was given. So I don't know if she put her in something. Oh, she borrowed an outfit from someone else. I feel like this is a base costume for Sherry Pie because it's it looks okay. like it would be a Sherry Pie like base costume, and then you put a pinafore under it or something. And Heidi did mention she borrowed the look, but it looked like a a, a plaid my so-called life sundress i could tell it had stones all over it up close but, but they weren't reading yeah it, it 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 wasn't the tea for sure what but i mean heidi is a sewing girl right yeah which which kind of stupefies me even more you have to go over to that ffs fabric wall and you mm-hmm. have to grab some bolts and start start Drape sewing and pin, Drape i mean and pin. I mean, the jumpsuit that she had was so, like, flowy and, like, fabric-y that she could have easily, like, draped and, and safety-pinned some stuff onto Miss Girl to make it, you to know... To coordinate. Yeah. Their time and yeah. their clothes have to coordinate. But we will get to that uh, when yeah. we get when we get to the runway because there's like a to, lot... Yeah. I just want to pre-shit talk, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Who was your favorite walk-around? Um... I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. My, le- um, my least favorite was Jada's because that's when we realized that her girl couldn't wear heels and she picked the first one. Right. Well, you know my solution. Put her in flip-flops. <laughs> I got red for putting my mom in flip-flops, but you know why? Because I was like, has my bunions. mom has foot problems and she said that she was like afraid of injuring herself wearing heels so like i'm not gonna like um paralyze my mother on tv or really anywhere Um, i mean you yeah not unless you were like it was top three or something 
it was it was close to the finals, but I I I put they were cute flip flops. God damn it, they were spangled. Okay. Uh, I love that. I love that. Can I just ask though? Isn't the a flip flop is a dangerous shoe? You don't wear open toe shoes on set. That's what I was always told. Unless you have a pantyhose over them. I I endangered my mother either way. (laughs) Sorry, mom. Mom, I know you're listening. I'm sorry. Uh, Well, the next day, the kids are talking in the mirror. They're having mirror chats, getting ready. They do. Getting the divas ready. This is so sad. Well, sorry. No, go ahead. The the heart connection between Jada and her drag daughter is really sweet. And I think it kind of is what swung it for Jada. I I mean, for the win. Wait, she was crying about her daughter. I thought she was crying about not getting dick because she missed her boyfriend. Who was she crying about? That, but yes, she was crying about that. But it was like they had this like real connection that was really sweet to watch. And they were, because, you know, drag is intimate. It's closeness and it it's, um, and so like Jada sort of cracked her, her exterior that she's had for the whole competition um, in talking with her drag daughter. And it was very sweet to see. And um, it was a nice moment. Wait, where was her drag daughter? Oh, the one, the super fan. I thought they like gave her a phone call or something. No. Oh, these are chil- the children now. I'm sorry. I forgot they yeah. all had. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was nice. Now that I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jackie reveals that her dad is very supportive of her drag career and her mom is not. See, that's the same way with me. My dad always tips me more than my mom at the shows. <laughs> Your mom just sits in the front row with her arms crossed and goes, do something. You have she's, to earn this money. She's like, you're, you're going to put that up your butt again? You did it at the last show. I've seen it. I mean, it's not shocking to me. I've seen it, honestly. But Honestly, my mom on my last um, birthday card, she wrote, this isn't very Saint-Tropez. I was like, wow. Wow, very nice. (laughs) Very good stuff. Deep references from the mothership. Um, Uh, Drag, uh, Crystal's drag daughter, Opal, uh, is uh, getting turned into one of the Simpsons. Girl, Uh, (laughs) did you ever put your trust in someone so deeply and and you can feel what's happening on your face? (laughs) I've done many a paint me bitch where I was like, you know what? I don't even need to see a mirror. Yeah. I'm good. Just put a wig on it and finish it. It's a trust fall for sure. (laughs) Um, Because you probably, if you get told you're going to get put in drag, you probably have kind of an idea of what that is. You know, very like Danny LaRue feathers. Yeah. Your chin corset. But but to get paired up with someone like Crystal, who's just like a complete wacko, Mm -hmm. you, I think it's, more exciting and it it wouldn't have gone well if the girl and her weren't like energetically on the same page Mm -hmm. it could have gone really really bad and she could have been like this is fucking horrible and i feel ugly and i look crazy but she was like along for the ride and she was like you know what you do what you want to do and i'm gonna go along with it 100 percent. and i thought it was really fun to watch yeah i think uh this this makeover challenge went pretty smoothly in, far, in terms of like t- 
talent and like people being paired and every everybody looked fine at the end, you know? There wasn't yeah, any words no like gutters. Ooh. Yeah, there no gutter buckets. No gutters. Yeah. Um Gigi managed to turn a, a, a beautiful young woman into a, a beautiful young woman, which was I, very I think she I think she turned her into a young beautiful woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, they were they were close. Sure. And Heidi beat the mug of her daughter so fierce, which uh, maybe it's sort of like cutting hair and where it's easier to cut someone else's hair than to cut your own because you can sort of see it. Uh-huh. Maybe Heidi, because Heidi was having problems with her own makeup and yet she was yeah, able I remember. to Gigi just... told her, right? <laughs> right, multiple times. <laughs> but she was able to like effortlessly, successfully, glamorously, gorgeously paint the face of her drag daughter. Honestly, I watched DragCon um, all weekend on uh, YouTube and Heidi's makeup, she definitely got that face on fleek now. She learned about... She, she got it together. She has seen herself on TV and she must have said, oh, I got to change some things because I did the same exact thing after I got off the show. My paint changed hard. And um, you tried um, the Mach 5 razor for the first time. After and we'll be back after this break. <laughs> Gillette, the best a man can get. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it, bitch. Put them pendulette to sit on your ass. <laughs> we are back, Ooh. and RuPaul is about to stomp and pummel the runway. Bitch, bring it to the runway. This Can is. Can someone show me a reference? I don't. I don't. This was yeah. Just Google uh, directions this was to downtown. Me- this is me- merely days ago, and I just can't. I don't. What? It's like the gowniest gown. Gown gown. Gowny gown. I love gown, a gowny gown. gown. And a sheet in a gown a gown. There's chains. There's gems. There's uh, bustelarians. Um, oh, wow. There's court Six thirteen unit. Six thirteen unit with uh, the Mitzi. The Mitzi was under there. I love it. Um, um, on the on the judging panel, we have Michelle Visage, Russ Matthews, promoing his book Name Drop, and Daisy Ridley from uh, Star Wars. From Star Wars. She's a huge fan of the Queens. I I think she's either tweeted me or somebody, or I was tagged in Work. it or something. Yeah, she she worships from a galaxy uh, far, far away. <laughs> I love. She's a super queen. How about that ne- gown though? That gown never. Never miss a beat. And RuPaul is wearing um, <laughs> Anastasia Beverly. Be- oh, yeah. It's like a body oh, jewelry. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a ripoff of the Mugler. Okay. I love this. I want it. I want it. I when- also want Michelle's outfit. I think she. I think they both look so amazing. Michelle's hair looks really good, too. I love a thick side. Yeah, off the shoulder and the hair goes down that one side. It's mm. it's mm. excellence. It's a top salute. We live. I'm here for it. And also check out Ross's book for real because he is one of the funniest people just to hang out with. So I can't wait to see what he's written in his book. And he's always been so nice to all the girls. And yeah, he, and so he has shows specifically so the girls can keep working and everything. Like his bubble yeah. brunches and things. A work. Yeah. I love it. Name drop. Get into it. Ding. Ding. 
Well, let's get into this runway. Runway. First up is Heidi Aphrodite and Honey Almighty. Uh, and they are going for an evening in the disco. Now, this is just an unfortunate garment choicing moment. Agreed. I don't think the print goes with the sequin jumpsuit. I understand that they're both shiny and they're both fun outfits, but they have uh, very little to do with, but I'm sure she did her best. No, it just screams, oh, you wore the nice thing and you and you d- you kind of left your, your makeover out for, to dry. It, it definitely is very clear about that message. Because uh, Heidi looks sickening and her daughter, Honey Almighty, is in a prairie, uh, ready for the prairie. Yeah. Uh, Jackie, next, yeah. Jackie Cox and Lil Snacky Cox are doing mm-hmm. the same kind of disco uh, feel, but one's in a pantsuit and one's in a romper, and the, they have the little colors switched to make it different. Yeah. But their energy is uh, there, and they're, they're vibing. They seem very familial. Yeah. I mean, Lil it's Snacky... Basic. Yeah, Lil Snacky has such like a such a magnificent energy and is so such a firecracker that I don't know. I I almost would have liked the silhouettes to be flipped just to give her a little bit something more like to play mm-hmm. with, you know, because it's a simple like short black dress. Um, yeah, but I, like this is your drag debut on TV. I I think her outfit would have been better in red and his and Jackie's in black. Because if you put her in a long pant, she's a tiny little short girl. I think she would have been swallowed up. And her legs are a great feature. That's true. um, I respectfully disagree. Um, But we can move on to Jada and Jazz Essence Hall. That's what we're all about here is um, enlightening discourse. Yeah, you just really need to look someone in the face and tell them that they're wrong. Um, Jada and Jazz. Mm, major, major, major family resemblance here. And all that jizz I wanna no. know. Yeah, I want to take my dentures out. Have it pool in your clavicle. Um, <laughs> and but, all that jizz. They look beautiful. Red, red is wild. Your theme is red and wild. Um, yeah. Asymmetrical titty slashes. And feathers. give the daughter the feathers, please. Yes. She plucked them herself. Give her gems, give her uh, stones, no. give her sequin, give her fe- feathers. That is what you want from drag. If you are new to drag and it's your first time in drag, give a drag. It's drag. It's this, drag. Is, this is full fantasy. This is not at a meet and greet saying, oh, I just, I'll just do long bangs and glasses. I'll, no. do a na- I'll put on a glove. I don't need a nail. This is drag for sure. Her mug looks fantastic. She kind of reminds me of um, Blade Matthews, uh, who I know from Pittsburgh. Um, but they kind of look they kind of look similar. Her mug is bulletproof. Just really, just beat you, can, you can't tell death. who's under it. Um, Crystal and Opal Method, they're uh, <laughs> they're uh, Jim Henson hookers, colorful, <laughs> bizarre. Uh, thrift store dolls. I'm loving Beautiful it. Beautiful and bizarre. I love this. It's playful. It's wacko. It's crystal for sure. Yeah. Uh, my my mom had some choice words that she was texting me about. This. She was like, it looks like crystals in boy drag. I guess it's okay when he does it. Oh. Oh. The judges seem to like it. 
I guess it's okay if they're going to a clown convention. Oh. LOL. My mom oh, is so wow. shady. You know where I get it from. Shady. You know, the, apple, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But I would I, love to have her host one day with us. Oh my gosh. She would love it because she, I mean, she just gives her honest opinion. But Ooh. you know what? This for me, this is an example of, um, us seeing drag on Drag Race that we haven't seen before. And I think that's so essentially important because now pretty much everyone on Drag Race has been brought up by Drag Race. Mm -hmm. So it it runs the risk of everything kind of can start to look the same or we start to see the same things or things that remind us of other stuff. This is like... This is purely out of Crystal's imagination. She's a wacko. She's a singular character. And what she's bringing this season, and it's the reason why she's still there, is something that we haven't seen before and something really cool. I I just really liked it. I think girls that do that will be remembered no matter their placement in the show, like Milk and Nina Bonina Brown and Crystal. like the, The vanguards who, like, look to the future and don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing at the time. They just yeah what they want to do those are my favorite kind of drags too it's important to remember that and uh and i i love uh i love what she brought and and you can tell the opals having a really great time too oh she's partying for sure yeah, yeah. next we have sherry pie and tiramisu who are wearing clothes um anyway thank you sherry no i'm just <laughs> kidding that i thought sherry and tara might have won me too but how are you going to have your name already tattooed onto the apron? Like, you, you don't give a girl a name just because it's already written on an apron. You, you have to find, let a girl find her name organically, or you let her first trick give it to her based on the bruises. Um, oh, my God. There's so many better ways to find a drag name, I think, than just reading it off an apron. Like, oh, I'm Tara Masu now. Like, that's a disservice to the whole process, I think, of, like, discovering drag and, like, what it can do. Yeah, I agree with you. But is it possible she she might have put done that on on the day, like Girl, sewn it on? That's embroidery. No, 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 okay. no. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe she took her fucking knitting needles back to the fucking hotel. I don't know what she does in her spare time. They were probably sounding needles for the casting session for uh, well, bulk. <laughs> well, everyone in Hollywood does it. So if you want to leg it. up. We're, do, um, we're also doing a Nightmare Before Christmas musical on Carnival Cruises. We need 180 uh, submissions just from you. It's the SS Princess. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, Gigi Good and BB Bad. I really love the names, um, but the, yeah. the outfits, it was great too. I just thought they looked like backward coats, kind of. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's cool. But like, Maybe a brooch would have like would have made it like just something off the center to like not make it so like backward Cody or like a, a thicker like cowl around the neck. It just it gives me like the the Dillard's version of like a Bloomingdale's coat backwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want like the hats bigger, I want it furrier, I wanna feel the cold, I wanna know that you're wearing yeah. lingerie underneath it. Like I wanna know more story yeah. about it. I get they were like kooky sisters, like getting off of a plane, but like I want to know that there's garter belts under it. I want to know yeah, that kind of thing, you know? It was good. It was and good. And you know give, I love Gigi. 
Of course. And just to give your daughter that fantasy, you know, I I thought it was like the judges said, it was sort of like a safe choice because she obviously brought these two garments. It's a garment that would fit on anyone, on any Mm -hmm. body type with just a little bit of tailoring. It could work for anybody. So like it's safe and it's smart, but just get, I don't know, just open it and show us the, the, I don't know, just a little fantasy for the daughter. Yeah, and it's shit, her first she, day in drag. Uh, yeah, want all of those things. Um, so these judges, can we get to the judging? Can we talk about the can judging? Can we please? Let's talk about this judging. Uh, ooh, the ooh, ooh, ooh. Heidi is uh, is still going back and forth on this name, um, mm-hmm. but the one thing is for certain: there's no family resemblance at all. Yeah, Do, I, I'm the gap seems like such a easy thing to put. Yeah, to like you know trickle down into your family I, I i think heidi is so great but like she's a little help in the idea process right now at this point yeah and luckily she knows a good idea when she hears that mm. that, that is a skill true and she you know she takes the everything that she learns from the walkthroughs with rupaul she takes and she uses which is a, a good skill um, but yeah, it was it was a few missed opportunities, and I think the outfit was was clearly a miss. But her daughter, the the face was just so so sickening. Yeah, um, the best part about Jackie's thing is all the judges loving Little Snacky. Um, a star was born on this good day. Little yes. Snacky Cox, I think, is hosting the main stage of Digital DragCon next year. <laughs> that would be amazing. That's a, I, if if Providenza isn't available. That is, she would get my vote. Little Snacky is like is kind of like Sarge, like just like kind of a standout from the ma- from the makeover um, challenge. Hell yeah! What if um, what if Raya did instead of Makeout Monday? What if she one week she did a Makeover Monday where you take someone who doesn't do drag and you. And you um, instruct them over Zoom how to get in drag, and then they do the show. Oh my God! I would do it. I, mean, I would coach you step by step using household <laughs> items how to get into full geisha. And Anatasily Bevelory Hills. <laughs> I think there's an idea there. Okay, well we'll workshop it. Um, <laughs> Jada, the gals are loving the family resemblance, the outfits, the hair, the makeup. It's drag with a capital D R A G. Um, Michelle calls Jazz's makeup plastic surgery. Honestly, looking at at Jada's daughter, I didn't remember which girl she was from the original lineup. Just right, the, the makeup is so it's a total transformation. Drag, yeah. The power of drag was was clear and present. It compelled them. Yeah. Uh, Crystal. <laughs> the power of drag compels you. you. And then Cody Powder just comes out of yours. Uh, <laughs> Ross says to Crystal, he says, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. And they all peed. They loved it. I thought she won, actually. I did, too. And so did all the other girls. Really? Yeah, because in Untucked, they're all like, Crystal, congratulations, babe. It's your week. You got it. Yeah, I, I just, I really thought this was it, especially since the storyline in the beginning was Jackie and Crystal have no wins, blah, blah, blah. And then Crystal's like, right. I'm on an upswing. It's like, yeah. I, I really thought that they, this was 
a standout week for Crystal, and I would have loved uh, Jada did one hundred percent of the assignment. Yeah. But I just thought that Crystal's uh, did the same with uh, a newer thing that I haven't seen yet, which excites me a little more, which gave her the edge in my book. But Jada, drag excellence. I'm not being yeah. a shade of bitch. Yeah. <laughs> did either of you get Bert and Ernie? Yes. From instantly. Runway? Yeah. I did not. I just thought it was like alien, like weird clown people but once they started saying Bert and Ernie I was like oh I see that but it wasn't like when it first walked out I was just I was just taken with the like strikingness of the visual and I didn't get the reference immediately I think I got it because I had like three stuffed animals on my bed growing up Bert Ernie and then Curious George wow you You've, all, like you've, all, you've always it liked having a, a lot of men in your bed. It was a full house. Don't. <laughs> why you mad though? 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 Uh, privilege. <laughs> Sher- privilege. Sherry gets major praises from the judge about how well done it is and entertaining, and how the transformation was exceptional. So she yeah. could win too. Who knows? And their presentation was really good too. They were like funny and kooky. Yeah, Janet the Planet is a fucking pro. Like anyone who, like you'd be lucky to get paired with her. Anybody would. For sure. Um, Gigi, uh, Michelle thinks the fashion was an easy way to be successful at this challenge. Which okay. I mean, all the eyes are dotted and the T's are crossed. And, and it is fashion. I mean, you it could is. see it in it's a magazine gorgeous. on There's a, a runway. Silhouette. It's strong. It's got choices. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it is cold in that studio, so they were probably happy to be in fucking winter coats. Cold, bitch. Where are you kidding? Not on your season, but after your season, they fixed it, and it was fucking freezing, and we were all wearing our fucking coats and sweaters all day. Well, that must have been nice, especially in uh, spend all those time behind locked doors. I'd rather yeah. be hot. I'd rather be hot and free. Thanks. And cold and dormered. Thanks, Tina. Sorry, girl. My bad. Uh, uh, everyone, uh, praises Jada once again for the pairing of the divas, divas with the daughters, because I think it, I think it was all very apt pairing for sure. Yeah. At this point, I think Jada's like class and just like her, um, her confidence is just mm-hmm. radiating throughout this competition, showing that she doesn't have to fuck people over. She can just like be good at what she does and do her thing. Yeah. And if she's not good at a challenge, she'll find a way to make herself good at it and entertaining. And she might just yeah. win the whole goddamn season. It's possible. Because and she her, is killing it. Yeah. And we even got to see her softer side this episode. So it's, it's definitely been an upswing for Jada essence and, um and a, a great, like, a great journey for her. So, and with this win, which we haven't even talked about it yet, but with this win, it brings her into a tie for the lead with three wins. Truth. Yeah. So it's really anybody's game. And this season is not without surprises and upsets and twists and turns. So really Mm -hmm. anything could happen. Anybody's game, as long as you're not um, a trans woman seeking a spot on the show. Uh, but these three, these three girls, te- six girls, team up and they get to do a little runway lip sync for RuPaul. How how wonderful! Yes, how wonderful! Uh, 
Tiramisu versus BB Bad, Opal versus Jazz, Honey versus Little Snacky. And yeah, this is just exhibition. This is just fun for the kids. I mean, it was all in the wide shot. They didn't even give them close-ups. Well. Poor girls. Like, just dance around a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, RuPaul's <laughs> not doing hugs right now. Just keep dancing. She knows this she changed your fun. life. Right, yeah. Uh it was fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I had they, so much fun. Good. Yeah. The safe dolls are Gigi, Crystal, and Sherry. Oh, Wait, we're gonna take it. Before we move on to that, no, I wanted to know how do you feel about Gigi alludes to it that she made the garment for her mom, with the hopes that her mom would be the one coming for the makeover. Oh, yeah, she's. Huh? Where'd you hear that? In Untucked. Why does everybody keep cheating and watching Untucked? <laughs> It's not cheating. I think it is. <laughs> what? She watching Untucked is cheating. Bitch, bye. <laughs> but listen, so G- I understand you don't want to stick around and watch an hour and a half of celebrity drag race. For that, I don't fault you. But you've never watched Untucked since the beginning of the season, so that's not an, even an, an excuse. Beginning of the season, bitch. I have never watched it ever, even in my season, because it's just like. Emotional well, manipulation, watching oh girls stew and fester, and it's like, I don't want to watch that part or think about it. I just want to be dazzled by them. Make make the dolls do dazzle things, not not do like dreary things like yelling and all that. Well, a wise philosopher once said, "If you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story." A wise philosopher also told the girls on season two, three, and four that we'd be getting paid for Untucked, and we never did. So. I'm not watching that show while it's still got the meter running, honey. <laughs> okay, Even well, your, your sister's in the opening voiceover. Who? Miss Thunderfun. Is she? I am. Isn't that your voice going, girl? That is not my voice. Are you I'm, sure? Yes, I'm certain. I believe it's Chichi Devane. Oh, maybe. It's either Chi-Chi Devane or Cameron Michaels. And we can ask the fans to clear this up for us because I know they know. But it's it's not me. It's somebody, though. Send oh. your answers to Heidi Nina Closet. <laughs> wow. Wait, at so my at, at, at auger Not org. O-G-R. No, my question is about preparing for the makeover challenge. Because you know it's coming, but what happened to Heidi was that the garment that she prepared was not the right size. Yeah, so at what all. Are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, because you have to be prepared, but also. Here's what I would have done with Heidi's garment. I would have cut it into like a little ice skater hoochie coochie length. And then I would have used the legs that I cut off to put panels in the side to open it up to make it fit the girl. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Smart. And because all that it, extra sleeve. Yeah, all that sleeve. And you can make it, like, cute. I, from from what I saw on Heidi's Instagram, it wouldn't have been impossible to do it. But, I mean, sewing stretch fabric is not the easiest, funnest thing in a rush while you're trying to get a girl ready, too. And you know what? It's part of the game. And it's never an excuse to be like, well... I thought it was going to be my mom or I thought it was going to be somebody with a different type of body. It's never an excuse because you, you don't know who the makeover is going to be. So it would behoove you to bring a garment that is 
versatile or adjustable or tailorable in some way. Agreed. Okay, now we can take a break. Oh, now gonna, you want a break? We were going to take a break? Okay, we'll take now a break. Now we're taking a break. break. Take a little break. We're not taking a break anymore? No, we just did. I know, we just did. I'm telling everybody else we're back. We're not taking a break anymore. We're not taking a break right now. This we're is not, not a break. This is not a break. This is content. High quality content. Updo. Do. I want to fit the Capitol building with an updo. Up well, the, the winner is Jada. And she That's wins a $5,000 tip. Oh, and she wins a $5,000 gift certificate from Betsy Johnson and her own personal shop. Jazz. Jazz won that. Just the daughter. So she's going to get some crazy fun clothes from Betsy Johnson and her own personal shopper. How wonderful. Betsy loves the Do you want me to start a fitting room for you? Um, Let me take those for you. Just take it to the counter. I think think I'm good. Oh, well, okay. How do these run? (laughs) These run small? Okay. Um, The bottom two are Jackie and Heidi. And I I think the best part about this lip sync is the song. Like, this is a great song. And it's a song by a drag queen on Drag Race. Yeah. Like, Alex Newell's music has been consistently killing it, like, since, like, his first number. Like, his first song. What was it? It was, like, um, it wasn't Show Me Love. Was it Show Me Love? He did a cover of something, and it was so good. I think it was Show Me Love. Yeah, Alex is amazing. And I always see people, drag queens performing Alex's music. So this was this was a great, this is a great lip sync song. Kill the lights. Kill the lights. It makes you want to put on a ponytail for sure. He had another song that was a rainbow spotlight of the week, I think, called uh, Boy You Can Keep It, which is really mm-hmm. cute too. Check out his Work. music and his on Zoe's playlist, which has been really cute. I've been watching that. She's killing it. Um, this lip sync, however, I thought Heidi was great and funny. I didn't know where Jackie was coming from with this choice about being crazy or like, was she actually like trying to channel a killer who was killing lights? I didn't get it. I think that was the interpretation. And um, it didn't it, go well. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I I don't understand how it was a double save. Because I, I, I like Jackie and everything. But like, for me, that wasn't entertaining from her part. I didn't understand what was happening every time I looked at her. I was just like, what's going on? I, I knew it was a choice and she had committed. So I give her props for that and for choosing a strong choice. But it was a polarizing choice for sure. Because some people were like... Um, I don't want to tip. Right. It looks frenetic and like not enjoyable. Yeah. It was, it, it seemed like a cerebral choice rather than like a visceral, like, so, uh, choice that was, um, based in like the song and the energy of the song. Cause like, yeah, I mean, if you're setting it up that like I'm a serial killer and I'm doing kill the lights, then like, okay. But 
She should have been stomping on the light bulbs on the runway because that would have killed the lights. That would have <laughs> been are. literally killing the lights. And she missed that opportunity. And forever, I will be mad at her for that. That would have been the funniest thing if they said, girl, you're doing a lip sync to kill the lights. And she started killing the actual lights. That would have been hilarious. I don't think they really like when the light bulbs get broken. And I think you automatically go home if you break light bulbs. So I don't well, think, she, I think it was smart that she didn't do That's that. That's going to happen anyway. Everybody goes home. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that is trenchant commentary. Mm-hmm. And absolutely true. Trenchant? Well, you know oh. what? It's a... <laughs> trenchant? Uh, open you need trenchant. To go to Starbucks. Open trenchant. I'll take an open trenchant uh, with uh, no whip. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi uh, is told that she is uh, safe and she gets to stay another day. And then Jackie also is told that she is safe and she gets to stay another day. Did you see Heidi play those bongos? The imaginary bongos. Being I all, love like, an imaginary little bongo. Calypso drummer at Epcot. I loved her. I love that. Yeah, she did great. Um, um, would, you, would you like to move on to the next uh, section, which is called One Line from, from Untucked. Ladies first. This line comes from Gigi Lavangi Good, who says, So glad we all just got a dollop of Daisy. The fuck? What does that mean? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Daisy, the guest judge, came back and talked to them for a little bit. Oh, how cute. How wonderful. This line comes from Redactable Pie. (laughs) And, like, the reality is, is, like, this is number six. And, like, sad. But, like, then we'll be at five. You know what I mean? Like, gag. So you think. (laughs) <laughs> but sometimes just when you think you see the finish line in sight, they throw in a double save and you're like, fuck, I need to do another week. It's top six. Girl, they could they could even bring a bitch back. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. I have a feeling we don't know what's going to happen until we see it. I have a feeling you could be <laughs> correct. Um, and next week, we, there's a lot of amazing things happening but most of all Whoopi Goldberg is there which is you know uh, yeah, yeah she hasn't been there since uh, Evie Oddly uh, tried to summon her for Snatch Game oh yeah she did a full channeling she did a full channel she called the corners the spirit of Whoopi was in the room but no I lost it when I saw they were going to have Whoopi Goldberg that is huge Whoopi Goldberg is an EGOT winner such an icon I love her I Can worship I keep this pan? <laughs> I'm keep this pan. Uh, do we have any wild conjecture of what you think could happen next week? Was it going to be a comedy challenge with Whoopi? I would hope so. Wait, or like what a, is the challenge? I don't remember. I don't know. They didn't really say, but um, mm. it's Whoopi Goldberg, so I'm hoping it's like comedic or like... Oh, one-woman show. They, they each have to do a one-woman show, which I have to give credit where credit is due. This is a great idea for a challenge because a, a lot of the market is one-woman shows by the divas who come out of Drag Race, so this is a smart thing to start thinking about early, and uh, I think it'll be really fun to watch. A five-minute one-woman show. I like three-woman shows better. I know you fucking do. <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of What's easier. What's your next girl group? We're all waiting to know. Quarantine <laughs> quarantine queens. I'll send you the casting notice. Don't worry. 
They have they have uh, performances on Zoom. <laughs> You'll be given priority audition space. <laughs> uh, I'm also excited for Secret Celebrity Drag Race next week. These makeovers. Whoa. Did you watch it this week? No. Um, okay. <laughs> but I, I, I think I'm going to watch it because I really like Asia. And anytime she's on TV... I just like watching her like give people nooch and then all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, but she actually likes them. Because getting to know Asia is like getting to know like one of those circ- those shells that you put your ear up to. Like even if you don't hear anything, you know there's stuff inside and it's like there's wheels moving. Asia is like always thinking. She's so funny. She'll just come out of nowhere with a comment like while yeah. you've been doing your makeup for 20 minutes in a mirror. She's so funny. And I yeah. really, really enjoy her. I want to see more of her on TV. And actually, compared to last week's Celebrity Drag Race, I thought this episode... I mean, I'm I'm confused as to why this wasn't the opening of the season, because this was way stronger just all around um, the guests. Uh, Lonnie Love, Tammy Roman, and Vanessa Williams were awesome. It was great seeing these women just, like, own this own the art form of drag mm-hmm. and fucking they did a great job also the mac the maxi challenge was the unauthorized rusical of twerking five to nine um which which invoked you know a little bit of uh a little bit of dolly parton a little bit of lily tomlin a little jane fonda so like it was very um it was very pleasing to watch and um i i uh, i recommend you watch it I saw some clips because I'm a fan of Tammy uh, Roman, like back from when she was on the real world days. And I follow Mm -hmm. her like Bonnet Chronicles and everything. I think that all of these girls are like good talkers and they probably all have drag queen friends. I think that this probably was the best show out of all four. And I haven't seen it yet just because, you know, you don't want to put your best one out the gate first because then they're like, oh, everything after this sucks. I would always, I would always put my second one, my, my, best one in the middle for sure so maybe maybe it'll get better maybe it'll get worse but i mean i loved what i saw it was so it was fun. a strong episode and my favorite part um was in the mini challenge they had to turn into drag the drag king and um the first thing you saw was they were like the Go. tracks the tracks the wigs vanessa the williams feverishly ripping the tracks out of her hair <laughs> and then tammy roman just full wig comes <laughs> off <laughs> Yeah, that was my favorite fucking part because it it is very much that like thesis statement that listen we are all in fucking drag you know mm-hmm. like everybody uh, uh, especially on fucking TV is yeah. is in drag in one form or another. Um, but you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll see do what you happens. Do you watch How to Get Away with Murder? Um, I've seen a few episodes and I really liked it. My favorite thing is how Annalise Keating. Uh, always deals with like the wigs realistically. She gets like, she cuts out her own weave when she's in prison. She takes off her wig before bed. She puts on hair before she like sees someone. Yeah. Come, like, I love that it's realistic about it. And yes. um, I also love that there's someone on Twitter who has the name uh, Annalise Keating or Annalise <laughs> Eating. <laughs> I love that. Annalise Eating is, is my best how to get away with murder drag name, I think for sure. I love that. It's interesting that for three hours on VH1 on Friday night, there were just like lots of AFAB queens. Yeah. That's tea. I mean, that that, that was, it's kind of stupefying to me how it's like, 
not only are they not addressing the pink elephant in the room, they're leading more elephants into the room of various colors, but none of them trans. It's like, I, I just don't get why they're still on the wrong side of history when everybody's been so vocal. But I do enjoy Vanessa L. Williams immensely. Maybe they are priming the audience for larger changes. I think, I, I, I hope so. But I, I hope if, so if that were the thought process behind it, like let's get them ready for these trans superpower girls by showing them some AFAB girls doing drag. I think that's like um, the omelet before the chicken or the egg. You know, it's like, we don't need to see a girl doing this. We need to see something anyway. I'm so excited everyone joined us for uh, Race Chaser this week, really. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's a nice connection everyone. We promise to always continue to provide you with award-winning content each and every week. As long as people see, keep giving out awards. That's for yeah. sure. I'm Willem. Webby honorable mention. Ooh, girl, I saw you were nominated for the, the PEG Stage Awards. Oh my gosh, yes. So I know. exciting. Uh, um, yeah, I guess you can go ahead and vote. Um, yeah. The link is in my something. But you can, you. it's on my Instagram. But yeah, you can, there have been a lot of amazing shows on the Digital Drag Fest. So You'll never be know, a Nahi but, Santos. <laughs> this is a fun <laughs> way of just like celebrating all the hard work that everybody's done. So go ahead and vote and uh, I don't know, weigh in on who your favorites are. Yeah. Um, you you're can also- Willem. I'm Alaska. <laughs> um, you can you rate can- our podcast mm-hmm. and comment mm-hmm. about how fantastic it is and subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out, but it's still Wednesday and Friday. That's right. And you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and our Race Chaser podcast on Instagram is at Race Chaser Pod. And we have lots of scintillating content at uh, Race Chaser uh, somewhere. Oh, wait, this is not on there. You can so use the hashtag race chaser when you post and you can yes. DM us at DRMs um, and email us at race chaser podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> your fucking, your pill just fucking dropped. So <laughs> we obviously need to go. <laughs> Don't forget to use the hashtag. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of the respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever! Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.